and we're off. still going yeah yeah it's like we're like a radio show or something yeah it's like there's actually a conversation going on before we start yeah because and then the is. listener gets to be privy to what we're saying oh hi hey <laughs> oh well, how's it going well, welcome back <laughs> oh so how are we on the air yeah <laughs> sorry but hey it's great to have you here with us yes and uh and here we are again episode 21 worship ministry catalyst yes podcast podcast but, WMC, uh, WMC, WMC Studios in Washougal, Washington. Washougal, and it's a uh, hey. A fairly, there's a rainbow. Is there? Look at that. Hey, it must be a sign. That's beautiful. Oh wait, that is a sign. That's right. <laughs> God will never flood the earth again. Some people might wonder about that, but uh, anyway, here we are, Worship Ministry Catalyst, episode twenty-one. Yes. Still the same day as the last podcast. Yes. It is still December the 8th, and uh, we're still two weeks away from Christmas, and we're still right. stressed out about it. But we're podcasting anyway we because are. we like the break and we like you, yes. our listener. And it's just it's just fun. It is fun. It's fun. I, I like getting together with David. and we get to I get to pretend to be a DJ. Right. Like I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. And I get to be the annoying sidekick. <laughs> but uh anyway we got to get some more guests back on the show that's something we got to do yeah we in haven't done a guest since scott came yeah that was like episode six yeah it's been a while it has been a while we got to get him back on here well we should yeah it's funny because we keep we keep talking about hey we should get miriam <laughs> Gibby, we should get brian cheney we should get whoever yeah our listeners are probably starting to yeah you guys are never gonna have another yeah, guest right on. you just all talk you know i really should give john a call i think i said i was gonna call him last time i never did <laughs> Whoops. John Ross. John Ross. Yeah, was, worship pastor at the Pearl in the Pearl. Portland, Oregon, Pearl Church. Uh, did you watch Amazing Race on Sunday? I did not. The f- the big finale for Amazing Race was Oh, in Amazing Portland. Race. I thought you said Amazing Grace. No. I thought you meant like the movie. I was like, no. that was on? Oh, of course I watched Amazing Race. I love that show. <laughs> it was all Portland. It was the coolest thing. When they when they uh, when they opened when they opened up the, the final route uh yeah. route information and, and it said travel to your final destination, Portland, Oregon. Melanie and I were on we're sitting there on the couch. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we got so excited. We started calling people. We're like, turn on the amazing racer in portland oregon we're like what and it then was, you know then they landed and they're driving down airport way I'm like, yeah whoa yeah i've been down that and i'm like i know times. exactly and then when they're when they're coming back from the uh from the bridge of the gods mm-hmm. um which which i live out in Troutdale, yeah and bridge of the gods is only about 30 miles east of, like i know exactly where that is they're driving back down on 84 yeah. in, in in the show and, and i'm seeing like all these traffic signs i'm like i know that sign <laughs> i i've driven by that sign before you yeah. know it was it was awesome it was cool well you know then they they went from 84 to uh downtown portland yeah so they went right through that 205 interchange yep. And, you know, yep. we've been there. I've been times. there. Yeah. I've been there. And they uh, they were in downtown Portland. First, they went to uh, the Portland building. And then they went to Voodoo Donuts, which I've been to Voodoo Donuts before. I've never been to Voodoo Donuts. Yeah, they, uh, they actually have really cool, crazy donuts. When I was working in the library at Multnomah, uh, one, of, uh, one of my buddies in the other department, he was a huge Voodoo Donut fan. And he would bring all these weird crazy donuts that they make they, they make like snickers donuts and like oh. oreo donuts and then they make like you know just really kind of gross ones like dirt donuts and stuff and well, let's go 
Uh, okay, sure, <laughs> let's do it. We're not doing anything else. Anyway, it was it was so cool though. So amazing race last night. I was I was thrilled beyond my wildest expectations. So that- if you want to know what like what the scenery is like around us, yes, you can go to cbs.com, watch the uh, finale of Amazing Race, and you'll see a lot of what we see every day. That's right. That's that's where we're at. Great Northwest. We are in the. Uh, the Portland metro area. Although, is Washougal really considered Portland metro? Well, if point? it's not, it really is. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know Vancouver, which yeah. is just west of Washougal, Vancouver is considered the Portland metro yeah. area. But, but the, most of the people that live here work over there somewhere. Ex- so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> it still is. It's just a, a further out suburb. of. Yeah, it's just a little, a little It's a suburb out. of the suburbs. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. We're sitting there. Yeah. We didn't freak out maybe like we didn't call people. Oh, see, yeah, we we were just so excited because we're huge Amazing Race fans. Like we, Survivor and Amazing Race, and we used to watch Fear Factor all the time back when that show was on. Uh, yeah, we we love the reality. I, I know we're probably we're nerds, you know. We we like oh, reality. So but we that's like okay. reality TV. We're doing a podcast. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Like how much geekier yeah, can it get? <laughs> how much nerdier can you be doing a podcast yeah. um, and talking about reality TV? Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> so, uh, oh, that's funny. Hey, did you see a chance of snow this weekend? No way. Yeah, snow levels are supposed to get down to 500 feet on Saturday and Woo. Sunday. So anyway, that's a little you know vibe of what's going on yeah. in our neck Your of the woods. Your phone keeps ringing. This is like the third time. Yeah, it's, it's been wrong. really busy around here today. Yeah, boy, it must be Christmas. <laughs> must be getting close to Christmas. But um, how about that? So anyway, last podcast we talked about the perfection crisis. Right, right. We didn't actually call it that, but we should have. Yeah. We could make theme music and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> the perfection crisis tonight at eleven. Dun dun dun. Um, but, uh, anyway, so if you want to hear what we talked about, go check out that podcast. Yep. And as always, we are available online and 24 ways, worship ministry com. That's our social network. I wanted to, to mention something to our listeners. Um, we were talking a little bit about, uh, original worship songs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if there are some listeners out there who have some original worship songs, they'd like to uh, share with the worship ministry catalyst community. Then uh, send us an email, and uh, we'll, we'll tell you them. how to do that. We can upload them to our website. You yeah. can, if you become a member of our network, you can upload them on your own on the network on the uh, social network. So totally. if you want to do that, that would be great. I've got one or two of my songs yeah. up there, and, and I, I have a few worship songs that we do at our church. Um, I don't have any recordings of them, so I'm going to try the next couple Sundays to have one of our sound guys do like a like a board mix or maybe it doesn't have to be a great recording yeah it can be a board mix or it can be just the idea is get the song out there you know and you could you could say if you want critique or something I know I wouldn't mind getting critique on my worship songs but if you don't want critique just say you don't want critique critique. (laughs) or something and and when we say critique we mean like constructive comments not like your song sucks (laughs) you're lame I don't like your voice It sounds weird. Yeah, yeah and, and it could be just like a general rule of thumb to not critique the recording. Right, that's exactly. Not the goal. Yeah, so, yeah. But, be, um, be nice. Be nice in the recording. Anyway, just something we might uh, start get just like to start get going. We might uh, in the new year put a little more emphasis on emphasis on some of that aspect of the cool. worship ministry catalyst and uh, cool. see what we can do to get some new worship songs spread around i you know i'm i'm a firm believer well for one i'm trying i was trying to remember last week 
when the last Sunday was that I haven't done a Chris Tomlin song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. Like, and when I had that thought, I thought that is really, really lame. I mean, Chris wow. Tomlin is just like the new Bill Gaither, you know. Ah. And he does good stuff, but you know. No, he does. He he writes great songs. I mean, but it's like you know, it's but like, you got to have a break. You know, there's got to be some other music. And I started thinking of all the thousands upon thousands of songwriters that there are out there. That there have to be some, there has to be some really, really good worship music being written that nobody's hearing. Sure. Yeah. And why shouldn't we hear it and share it and and figure wow. out a way to use the best worship songs that are available, not just the ones that Nashville tells us to use. Yeah, n- not just the ones that you know, vertical music or worship together music uh, produces and and tells us that we should. Yeah. Listen to which but, they're good. I'm no, not, and, and they totally. I mean, I I totally believe that Chris Tomlin is a gifted, anointed worship leader right. and songwriter. I mean, I do he's too. he he's written songs that have have touched uh, a fabric and a core, but. Uh, he's not the only one. Which, by the way, I got to give props to a hymn arrangement. I don't know if you've done this, but uh, Holy, Holy, Holy off of Wow Hymns. Mm. Stephen Curtis Chapman arranged it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 it's got a cool keyboard part, yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. cool acoustic part, and it's got this really cool chorus. We did it this last weekend. Yeah. I really liked it. We cry, holy, holy. Yeah. yeah. We actually have that playing on our, our prelude CD before the service, but we've never actually done it. Um, well, I, I wrote up a chart for it if you want, hey. <laughs> because it's not out there anywhere. Yeah. So, actually, uh, I, actually, I might I might get that from you. But uh, um, And also, we did Revelation Song. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not. Jenny Lee Riddle. I think she's supposed to be like one of the new faces of the new vineyard music because Ooh. the old vineyard music had kind of gotten outdated. Yeah. So she's like one of the new whatevers. But anyway, it's a really cool song. Revelation, Revelation. Song. Really powerful. Nice. Holy, holy, holy kind of a theme. Okay. So um, anyway... This podcast is sponsored by <laughs> this podcast. We're going to talk about um, a year end review. Yes, and this is something that is very new to me. I've well, no, I take that back. I did a I did a review once at my last church, but I didn't do it very well. I and I've I've never done a year end review. Um, so this is this is new for me. Last the last time, all I did, and it was it's part of it. It's, but it's just like one piece of, of the puzzle. But um, I sent out like a questionnaire to everybody and asked them to fill it out and return it. And then I had, it was like, I tried to make it like a scale of one to 10 stuff kind of question so that it would, so that I could do graphs and like charge. And so wow. I could, you know, yeah. so I could just see what was so working. You could what track, wasn't working. track the information and yeah. chart it. Yeah, and plot so it. I think that was good, but it, but that was all I did, and I didn't do everything else. But um, <laughs> there's this, there's this guy out there. I can't remember his name. Um, I should go look to give him the credit credit that he deserves. I will definitely put it in the podcast notes. But um, he's got a website that's called the Worship Trench, and I'm typing it into my computer as we as speak. we speak. WorshipTrench.com. Whoops. Too many slashes at the end. Which we should actually point out. Now, David is now just using a Mac. He used to have a PC and a Mac. It's a sad day. But he's gone all Mac, which is funny because most people who go all Mac are like diehard enthusiasts, you know, and they want to change the world and convert the world into a Macintosh world. Whereas David, he he doesn't really want to use a Macintosh. He just kind of has to out of necessity for the programs that he uses for his church. 
Yeah. Which is kind of funny. It was here when I got here, and you know. It's a G5. It's, it's a pretty a sweet. It's a pretty sweet machine. You know what's funny? I typed in Worship Trench and Worship Ministry Catalyst came up in the third. <laughs> hey, the third uh, was the third rank or whatever. The, the, you call the third it. rank Google results. Yeah, because it's worshiptrench.com, not theworshiptrench.com. Uh, worshiptrench.com. So anyway, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, but uh, this guy has put up these really cool uh, resources for doing a year-end review, and. Um, he works at a at Northwood Church, and he has links on there to get to to his church. Where where's Northwood Church? Northwood Church. I can find out. Um, I think I've used some of their stuff in the past. I think I found some of their things in the past. They're in Texas. Oh, but um, he's got some great resources on here. But uh, he's got he's made them free uh, to worship trench users, which you can do for free. I'm pretty sure. I don't, you know, I got to be careful here. I don't want to not, uh, yeah, it says free tool. I got to find the right free tool because he has a lot <laughs> of free tools. But um, he's got these free tools for doing a year-end review, and um, they're posted on his website, so I'll link to his website. I won't put them on our website. But uh yeah, you can use them as is, labeled as a worship trench resource within your ministry. You can pass them on to other local churches for their usage. Oh, so we're nice. okay. But um, so we're good. So I'll put a link there. But he talks about like this whole process, and it's not just doing like what I did and getting, um, getting feedback from people. But uh, you start. Well, he he has a group of people. I think he calls them captains, <laughs> and so. All the captains have to turn in their responses with their name on it. So, oh, so that's not confidential. So, for but for me, that would be what I call my worship leadership team. So, I'd have my worship leadership team fill this out and they'd have to turn it in with their name on it. Got it. And then also, like, so that way there's person. actually some accountability yeah. and yeah. And so, like, but then they could come in and talk to me. And so, and you know, we'd talk through their responses or whatever. And then, um, and this is not in order, and I'm sorry. I think it's, uh, I don't want to totally stomp all over this guy, but um, I think his name is Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> but, but you know, another thing is you, instead of like trying, I mailed out the response and I didn't hardly get any back. I only got like 10 or 15 back out of 100 and something that I sent out. Wow. And so so he said to have a meeting and have you do it right in the right meeting there. Yeah, and collect totally. it all right in the meeting and then email out or mail out ones to people who weren't there. But at least that way you get, you know, 80% or you whatever. You get your core, sure. And so so you do that, you compile all the results, and then you as the worship leader, the worship pastor, you take all those results and you go for a day away and you, you, you evaluate them, you look over them, you kind of look at some of the trends that might be developing, some of the things that you're not doing well at. Um, you can also, if you choose to, you can let them evaluate other people. So like if you have another worship leader or something that people work with on a regular basis or a choir director or yeah, yep. or something that, that you want to get feedback for them on so you can know how they're doing and how that aspect of your ministry is working, you can get a little bit of feedback on that. And so, so and he's got all these tools. He's got the whole thing, the whole process mapped out for you. But, um, and then you go away and you, then you use the results of that to, to set goals and your vision for the coming year. So then you know your weak areas that you really need to work on. You might know, find some really strong areas that you didn't know and you can, you know, at least discover what they are so you don't 
you know, break it without knowing. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a really good resource and something we can, I think we can talk about a little bit more, but uh, just some of the benefits. What do you think might be some of the benefits of doing something like that? Yeah, well, I, I mean, the obvious, the obvious benefit is that it gives you a chance to uh, evaluate and improve, you know, because I think, and we've even talked about this, uh, I can't remember what episode it was, but we talked about um, worship service evaluations, just mm-hmm. just how to evaluate our, our own worship service. Um, anytime you try to do something on your own, you you are in danger of, of you know, being in a rut. And and I think I think something I shared a while back was that you know uh, for me recognizing and realizing that that um, you know I, I can't just do everything on my own was a huge revelation for me and it totally helped um, you know with the the church health team with them kind of helping helping me with our worship service has been tremendous because I have a team of people who are committed and invested in the success of our church and of our worship service. And it's awesome. It's absolutely yeah. awesome. So the, the biggest benefit I see, you know, right away is that you got, uh, you got something that's outside your box, you know, outside your perspective, mm-hmm. uh, that can hopefully give some insight. Well, and I, you know, I was thinking about it. It's like, well, because I've done my own personal review. I'll review how things are going. You know, I've done that for a long time. I'll just kind of sit down, take some time and, you know, think through the last year and and just kind of think through what worked the last year and what didn't work and, you know, some things I'd like to change for the future and stuff like that. But yeah. that's totally based on my perspective. And exactly. You know, exactly. I, and I, that's me doing me for me. That's not <laughs> like me looking at how I'm leading these other people. Or, or looking at how you're perceived by other yeah, people, and, right? Yeah, you know, right? there may be some some perceptions out there that I really need to change <laughs> or I need to work on changing. Uh-huh. They, I may be uh, completely ineffectual as a leader in one area and not be aware of it. And if I don't get feedback from the people that I'm leading, in quotation marks, which I wouldn't be leading in, in this area. Right, because you're... But, you know, if I'm not, if I don't get the feedback from them, how am I ever going to know you... and improve as and, a leader? You know, of course, the the flip side of this, you know, um, for for me, and, and I don't know how you are or how others are, um, you know, my, my personality, and we were even just talking about it last episode, my personality being a... Um, a detailed oriented, you know, perfectionist beaver. Uh, if you use the disc profile, I'm, I'm the C on the disc. And uh, my personality is very hard for me to take criticism. And that's something that, that I've actually been really working on, um, focusing on, even in light of everything with our church health team, uh, being able to respond better to criticism. You know, my, my big thing for a while, uh, you know, even even not even before being a worship pastor when i was you know working working in the library you know my my big thing was always well if i don't you know if i don't ask for for help or if i don't ask people's opinions then then i don't have to change anything and i can be comfortable and i can keep everything in 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 my own control uh, because I always wanted to control things, you know, mm-hmm. and and whenever you go outside, suddenly you don't have control over it. Yeah. When you when you invite people's 
uh, comments and when you invite people's criticisms, you got to be willing to make the changes. And that's the hard thing for people like me, you know, my personality. So I, I just want to say for those listening who maybe maybe do uh, have an issue with control or perfectionism or whatever, um, you know, it, it's okay to do this, but be willing you know, and recognize that you might get comments about, you know, about yourself or things that are hard to hear. This uh, this isn't a very musician thing to do. Totally, right? You know, musicians are just like, you know, creative. We'll just, you know, kind of go with the flow. It's okay, and, man. Yeah, and, and like avoid conflict at all costs. You know, we'll just, if conflict comes up, you know, there's conflict, but it's always about music. And then if there's too much conflict about music, then they just leave and go to another church because <laughs> they don't want to deal with the conflict, right? right? You know, so this isn't a very musical, you know, musician-minded kind of a thing to do. So, and I'd say that to say, for one, like in doing it, if if you think there's no way you could do this, then find somebody who's analytical that could help you do it. Like that could like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like compiling all the results, find somebody that could help you compile all the results and work with you on that process. Or, sure. Or, or, know, or have like a like a third party review everything yeah. before you do. So so you have um you know our our pastor at Laurelwood, Pastor Mike, he always says um an emotional toll booth is what he calls it. You know, be able to. Uh, to check your feelings at the door at, at the toll booth, you know, put mm-hmm. your emotions there before you proceed. Yeah, and that, you know, one of the things that that he talks about. Um, well, I, I won't get into what he talks about. I'll let you read what he. Talks there, yeah, about. Go, to, go to his website. Yourself. Hey, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see I'm gonna get in touch with this guy and see if maybe he'll come on a podcast. Oh, cool! Because I am gonna do this. I'm committed. I've yes, committed we, to we doing it. Yes, we talk about it. We talk about it, but we're doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna do this in January after Christmas is over. Once I get back from vacation, December 23rd, I'm on vacation for the rest of the oh, year. Oh, cool! And Good so, for you. Um, I I didn't take any vacation <laughs> this year. No, I, I took a few days off after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I I scratched that. Um, good for you. Good, for but so vacation. so doing vacation. When I get back from vacation, I'm gonna hit. The, this will be the first thing I'm gonna hit real hard, and um, and I'm gonna see if I can get a hold of this guy and see you know if while I'm right in the midst of the process, we could get him on the podcast for an interview. Cool. And like and maybe you know maybe he could give me some pointers on how to get, yeah, it, get so, the best results. So and you're stuff. planning in January to do uh, an annual evaluation mm-hmm. of your ministry. Yes. Um, and you know we were talking before before we started recording, and uh, you know last time I got together with my whole worship team was back in September when we had that pizza feed, and I was thinking this might be a really cool thing to to do j- what you're talking about in mm-hmm. January, get the whole group together year in review. Hey, how did how did things go? What can we do better? So I think that'd be that'd be really valuable for me, for you, and probably for a lot of people listening. Yeah. So. So yeah, we'll we'll check into that. Um, we're gonna cut the podcast short a little bit today. Cool, because I have to go. Yeah, because we're busy. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I, I have to be out of here by four thirty. So thank so, you. So um, thanks. You for can your get in touch with us online. I'll put the I'll post the links to these resources online. Good at, stuff. Uh, dot com. You can join in the conversation on worshipministrycatalyst.ning.com, or you can post on these podcast episodes. Um, you can get in touch with us via email, David at worshipministrycatalyst.com or Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. That's a that's a lot of worship ministry catalysts yeah, all It's all worshipministrycatalyst.com. I kinda great. and I also, you know, I made a few visual changes to the website, so you might want to go check those uh, out. Looks and a and bit like better. David was saying, um uh post post comments on iTunes that 
that helps with the legitimacy of the podcast for yeah. sure. You know, now now that we're actually twenty one episodes in, you know, I think we're starting to actually look like a real podcast, and people aren't just dismissing us. You yeah. know, well, because see, I was searching around just this morning for worship ministry podcast because I still, you know, I'm looking for other good ones that, yeah, that totally. I can listen to because I still need help, <laughs> need lots of help. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, um, I would, you know, there are so many out there that just do a couple episodes and then, you know, quit. And then they're done. But we haven't done that. We have not quit. I'm really quit. proud of us for doing that. We've persevered. But uh, 21 episodes. Yeah. That's so what it's been like, what, six months that we've been doing this? Yeah, oh. I think it was like March or something. We haven't done it every week. Right, We've right. missed some weeks here and there. Okay. But uh, yeah, we've, we've stuck through. Yes. So. Cool. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Get in touch with us and uh, have, have a couple great weeks leading up to Christmas. Um, and we hope your Christmas weekend is a banner success, and we hope ours is too. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to go try and do everything we can to make sure it happens. Absolutely. So take care. God bless. Merry Christmas. And goodbye. Goodbye.